The first cell phone was demonstrated in 1973 by Martin Cooper. You know what wasn't demonstrated? Shared plans. Over 50 years later, you can save on one line thanks to Visible. When you switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible, you can get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just 25 bucks a month, taxes and fees included. No hidden fees. No, really. You can look around for them. They're not there. Switch now at Visible.com. Save on wireless without the hassle. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan for data management practices and additional terms. Visit Visible.com. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Not underestimate the power of PlayStation. Beyond. Beyond. That feels good. What a cool noise. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome to uh, Podcast Beyond episode. It's 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 it's, four, in the it's, it's literally four hundred. It's on T-shirts. It's on the front it's the of the building here. Is it on T-shirts? Is there a four hundred T-shirts? I drew on markers. <laughs> it can be a all right. Own. Well, thank you all for coming. This is Beyond Four Hundred. I'm Max Gobel. This is Brian Altano. This is Andrew Goldfarb. And Marty Sleva. Wow, you're I'm really suing you. <laughs> he doesn't have that kind of money. I absolutely don't. So, how's it going? <laughs> yeah. Thank you guys for coming. This is really, this is really, really cool. Like, this yeah. is super exciting. It's uh, weird. We usually kind of shout into a void once a week. We get in a small room. It's kind of stuffy. It feels like where you'd meet with a guidance counselor. Uh, <laughs> Like you might hear that your parents are getting divorced in that room. They point a camera Jesus at us. Jesus Christ! It's like, what it's like. <laughs> it's more fun than that. Did your Did your parents get divorced at your high school? <laughs> I'll get back to you on that one. Um, but you know, we do this thing once a week, and we have a fun time doing it because we get to hang out and talk about video games, and that's really cool. And then you guys listen to it, and that's kind of the best part. But we don't get to ever see that, so we get to see you guys right now. Mm-hmm. And that's really fun. So thank you for coming. Round of applause for you guys. Yeah, seriously. seriously. Thank you. Thank you all so much. And, I mean, we're going to get into the, the, the jokes and the japes and everything, but uh, once again, we cannot stress that this event would not be possible uh, without a couple of folks. Uh, Kirsten Slater. Yeah. Woo! Kirsten, you are the best thing to happen to IGN in quite a while. Oh, my God. Uh, Sully, you are just, you have unlimited patience. We're probably going to say terrible things, and I apologize. Uh, Alexio up there, seriously, thank you guys so much. Uh, yeah. Alexio is also the guy who bleeps out the swear word with his cat noises. Yep. That's right. <laughs> that was his decision. That was... Yeah, that's his entire job. Seriously. Uh, there's hope for any of you. Podcast Beyond is edited in Mario Paint. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, thank you all for coming out. This is like, uh, first of all, this is the... 
This room is the exact opposite of the IGN comment section. Because <laughs> no, that's no, no. There's great people there too. But you guys aren't a, filming, right? Just are we filming this? No. no. Oh, they're gonna hear this. There are literally multiple cameras. Yeah. Well, they don't actually listen to the episodes. They just comment on the headlines. So are like, there any hiding places? I disagree with that statement that you posed <laughs> at the top of this article. <laughs> but uh, you know, we we thought about the show and we said, you know, it's the it's the anniversary of a show that we kind of just inherited recently. So that's weird, right? Because it's like. A lot of people probably don't want us to be here. They want the old guys to be here. But we did it. Hey, be nice. But we're going <laughs> to... Literally, they just said we love us. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> what? Brian's been hurt before. Brian Altano was not used to compliments. That's right. I've never heard anyone say anything nice to me. This is, <laughs> it's a weird feeling. New York. <laughs> New York. But, you know, we, we wanted to do something that was really more about... You guys, and the fact that you've been here for so long, and that it's, it's, it's so easy to overlook that, where we are, like Max said, that room where his parents got divorced. Um, <laughs> you, you made it a hotline, I made it That's a hot what song. what it looks like. I didn't say that there's <laughs> like board games in the background, there's a really smelly Why do carpet. I feel like it's become a new thing on the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Following news ghosts and speaking of Italy is the room Max's parents got divorced That's in. right. So really, ultimately, this is about everybody. I met people that came from all over the place, all over the country, all over the world. Uh, thank you so much for being here. We, this is, thank yeah. you. We, we are four very quiet, awkward nerd people. So this is totally fucking weird to us. <laughs> like, we're not supposed to be here. Like, something, there's an alternate dimension version of us that's like strong and cool, but we're up here, so... Deal with it, and let's do Podcast Beyond episode 400. Woo! What was the first thing we were going to do? Because we were going to print it out. But I like that we you're got... looking at this. Which Just like Kim usual, no okay, plan this, whatsoever. Literally, okay, so this is something that was left here by somebody else doing a probably equally exciting podcast. The first bullet point, doing hair nine years. <laughs> Second bullet point, celebrities, Kardashians, Miranda Kerr, Kate Walsh, Nicole Richie, Mila Kunis. Third bullet point, Britney Circus Tour. Wow, that keeps going. I think it's about hair products. <laughs> we don't know what this sure. was. We it's found this when show. Andrew was fanning himself because he was sweating during I'm a rehearsals. Sweaty man. Yep. Yeah. I do like that they, so, they uh, separated Kardashians and celebrities with a comma. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> they also have dialed up Insects, and dialed down as separate sessions. <laughs> yeah. uh, but Andrew, you were sweating. And that's because you, you, you left us for a while. That's right. You left us I to a bar uh, the barren wasteland called Texas. <clears throat> uh, I did. I was gone. Well, I left you for real. I left for 14 months. Uh, I was in Plano, Texas at Gearbox for a while. Um, and I started again. Yeah, Gearbox. Uh, and then <laughs> I started again uh, like a month ago, a month and a half ago. Yeah. And then, yeah, after E3, uh, I flew down to Texas and just got back last night. Yeah, that's right. Uh, and yesterday, I was thrown up on at the airport. So, <laughs> <laughs> All right, are you going to go? Can we, there are there details? Can uh, we, no, is that I, a sex thing? <laughs> <laughs> they, don't, they don't do that in Texas. Um, <laughs> there was an infant also. So, yeah, well, like, we, we got you on a conference call. Oh! We got you What's on a conference wrong with call, you? And we're like, we're like, let's talk about the run of the show. Like, here's the stuff we got planned. And clearly that conference call didn't really go too far. You're like, I'm, I'm just about to go meet the man of the, the Lord of the Lands or something. Yeah. And, and I need to vacuum. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was very exciting. It was uh, emptying my apartment and getting yelled at and, and still being sweaty. Because yep. um, it was like 99 degrees. 
It was a good day. It was a good, uh, so, a good Texas adventure. So since we've gone, what, nine minutes without mentioning a video game so far. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Can you, can, you, can you paint a picture for the crowd, no pun intended, of when the baby threw up on you? Can you uh, tell us I about can. that? I, I sat down at the gate, and it was like this. You're a lady with a baby, and there's a baby leaning right I'm a right lady here. with oh, a baby. Oh, improv. <laughs> Cosplay. This is very exciting. Um, and so I sat down. I was <laughs> scrolling through my phone, and then I felt something wet on my shoulder. And uh, it was a lot of baby vomit. And then it was, <laughs> it, was, uh, it was also dripping down the seat. What's a lot? Like a cup? Yeah, probably like that much. How much vomit <laughs> can you fit in a baby? <laughs> <laughs> Available on the so Apple and Amazon store right now. <laughs> So I love that that's like the end of Aliens or something. Like, yeah, you know, like you're like, you're like, I'm finally, I'm moving out of Texas. I'm going yep. to back home to my friends. And then you got, you got thrown up on. What did you have to do after that? I had to go buy a Texas shirt at the gift shop. <laughs> so like, he, you just posted the saddest picture on Instagram last night of you just wearing like a Texan flag shirt. And you're like, well. But he also, he, he was him wearing the shirt and he, he wore it in a mirror and he texted it back to us and he's like, I had to buy this Texas shirt. And I was like, it looks like it says, sacks it. <laughs> so no, not all the jokes are funny. <laughs> a lot of them are really bad. It was also weird because you landed here, you dropped your things off in my apartment. Yep, came straight here. Came straight here to, to help set up and you were still wearing the Texas shirt. <laughs> like you had ample time to change. I don't know how that happened. So after we, I don't want to spoil a surprise, but after we heard the story yesterday, we went on Amazon and we bought you a new shirt. Yep. And it's the shirt that Charlie Brown wears. <laughs> and that is not, not a not joke. Right. Because Justin you're a Davis disaster. purchased it immediately because you are a disaster. <laughs> I'll wear that next episode. <laughs> Try not to get it thrown up on. <laughs> All right. Video games. Thanks though. for coming. Yeah. 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 Hope you had fun. Great to have you. Have a good night, so, everybody. We'll see you next time. No, this um, is uh, this is the the world's number one PlayStation podcast. Yeah. So we should we God should talk about I don't, so we should talk about some PlayStation stuff. Yeah. Okay. Let's. Um, is there a number two that's out to kill us? <laughs> is it like yeah. a, a pock to our biggie? Bring it. <laughs> As you hear a pop, you just fall down. <laughs> um, yeah. The I think the first topic we want to talk about is like. All right, we're just past the halfway point in 2015. Mm -hmm. We saw a lot of great games at E3. We played a lot of amazing games beforehand. Uh, what's just what's our favorite thing we've played so far this year? Like, what is our you know? But I mean, spoilers. We're gonna get there. Woo! We're gonna All right. get there. You up here on the table, raise your hand. Uh, you guys can do this. You can play along at home or in the audience, whichever. Raise your hand if Bloodborne is your favorite game so far this year. Not a lot, man. Where is, the, where is the rest of that? Yeah, I was really... You know, they were with us and then Batman happened and they're like, oh, he's, he's, I feel bad for him. His parents are dead. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta vote for an orphan. Classic sympathy vote. Right? Yeah. No, Bloodborne is, uh, in, in terms of like big exclusives, I think is the only thing this year that has hit on all levels for yep. me. Like The me order too. came out and I'm like, you're super pretty. That dude's got like weird mutton chops like Sully, but that game is boring. That was a real boring game. Yeah. Yeah. Luckily, um, it was short, so you couldn't be bored too long. <laughs> um, but then, then Bradburn came out, and everything yeah. changed. Bradburn. Yeah, Bradburn was your first. Uh, that was your first FromSoft game, right? So you know how there's yeah. like there's like like coal miners will have canaries in in the mines with them, and if the canary dies, they're like, there's a gas leak in here. They haven't figured out a version of that for for video game people. But we do this thing where we all just mispronounce the titles of games, and it becomes like this kind of weird, like we make up code names after the fact. And Bloodborne is Bradburn. I don't know why Bradburn... Yeah, Last Guardian's Bird Dog. So my favorite thing was... They're not very clever code names, though. 
you, you did that elaborate setup, and you're like, you know how canaries have coal mines or whatever? And I looked around the room, and like seven people were like, nodding their head. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone from I know North where Carolina going with this. was like, I have killed a bird inside like it's of a, a coal war- mine. It's a warning sign that something's horribly awry, but they haven't figured out that warning sign yet, so we're all just kind of walking around with holes in our brains, being like, yeah. <laughs> we called it rug burn Burger for learns. <laughs> rug burn. Yeah, burn. the running theme tonight is that we are idiots. <laughs> just huge, huge that's idiots. That's generally the running theme. Yeah, yeah. every night. <clears throat> but no, really, it was, it was the one game that made me feel uh, like I was, I was becoming better while playing it, right. rather than like I'm just watching a percentage number tick up. Mm-hmm. Like I'm playing Batman now, and it's, it's fun, but it's also like I'm getting through it, and at, at no point am I like, man, this is really teaching me a lot about how awesome I am at video games. Well, you feel less just, like you're earning it in games like yeah, that, right? Yeah, like totally. With roguelikes in general and with anything, it's like you fail enough that when you succeed, it means something. and You feel like you're like making progress. And I think that's why it's, like, it's, it's a feeling that's like hard to get from a game where you're just like unlocking things right. or like going in like a linear progression. Yep. Yeah, and listen, I'm, I'm really proud that you clung to that just because, I mean, I, I've been a huge fan of FromSoft since Dark Souls 1, I love Dark Souls 2, and then Bloodborne was one of those very obvious things that I was going to adore, and I do, um, but I just didn't, like, it makes sense with you because you come from that old school 8-bit, like, tough as nails mentality. I thought you were going to say you come from the old country of Italy where things were hard. Your parents came here on a boat with a suitcase. Every time you kill a monster in Bloodborne, a nice sauce comes out. That's right. <laughs> no, coming from an Italian family is like Bloodborne in real life. Isn't it one of the bosses <laughs> just like a nun with a ruler who comes out? And... <laughs> Speaking of Italy. <laughs> oh, God. We never actually go anywhere with that. I don't know enough about Italy to like speak of Italy and that's it. Yeah, that's our secret. We don't. Uh, yep. Mussolini, uh, Fellini. Don't talk that's... about what do you Of all the characters you could have named. Fellini was an incredible director. Mussolini, oh, I thought he, I thought he was a murderer. Not so Mussolini, not so much. Uh, so he directed yeah. murder. <laughs> okay, let's move on. All right, uh, Max, what have you loved this year? Witcher 3. <laughs> See? Man. See, they show a boob in that game. That's, they show, there's, they no, show. there's only one boob in, in Bloodborne, and it's scary, probably. <laughs> it it's turns a boss. into a dog and bites you in the leg. <laughs> it's a boss. It turns into a deer and then kills you. Yeah, so, I mean, it's, it's weird because I, um, I love The Witcher 3. I love it so much. It's, such a, it's totally scratching that Skyrim itch where it's just like, I'm going to get lost in a world. I'm going to go out, and there's going to be a guy who's peeing in a river, and there's some kid who's looking for coins or something, and they're going to they're gonna <laughs> shout stuff at me, and then I'm going to cut a guy's head off. And there's going to be maybe a dragon. I don't know. Maybe I'll find a castle and explore it. I want to see all those things on the box. <laughs> but weird bullet points. The last one is, I don't know. I will explore it. Just the, the guy who... A kid who, might pee in a river. <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be a good, like, a good tumbler is like, here's video game like, box descriptions written by people on nitrous. And they're just like... <laughs> First, there's a castle, but then there's also a man. Is there a lighthouse? There's always a lighthouse. The end. <laughs> Because uh, blood, Bloodborne would be like, what Whoa, the fuck? It'd just be all A's on the back of the box. <laughs> they just discover the wingdings font like halfway through. <laughs> <laughs> Bomb skull, upper arrow. I don't. Um, no, I love I love The Witcher because it's. Um, I've talked about this with the lovely Jared Petty, who's creeping around. There he is, right there. Woo! He's literally Too not distracted noticing talking you to Brian. Him. Jared, no, 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 not yet, not yet. Go back, go back. Can. No, no, go no, back. No, 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 not yet, Jared. Not yet. Jared. Jared, go back to your bad Jared. No, Jared, back, Jared, Jared, not yet, not yet. <laughs> you know what's the best thing is that Jared is absolutely coming out during the show, and we haven't planned, but it's later, 
And Jared is just the sweetest, nicest man, and we just yelled at him. Go back Jared. in there! Get back! Go back! Jared! Go back! <laughs> um, yeah, so I was saying, he, he compared it to the leap between, like, original Mario Brothers, where it's, like, basically a very straight Donkey Kong level, and Mario Super Mario Brothers, where yeah. there's, like, a world to explore. You know, and, like, if you play The Witcher 2, the leap from that to The Witcher 3 is terrifying. It's incredible that a company could just be like, okay, let's um, change exactly everything about how we make games, yep. but still kind of keep it grounded in the same universe. So that was really cool to see. Yeah. Um, it's sort of it, that, as much as I appreciate that in game design, it terrifies me as a human being. Uh, I feel like when you step outside, like, I don't know. How many of you, how many of you are here from a city that is not San Francisco? Oh. How many of you are here from a city that you would consider small? Okay, perfect. That's, That's the opposite of being like, yo, where Brooklyn at? <laughs> <laughs> Who here is not from Brooklyn? There's a lot of people from Brooklyn I'm going here. somewhere with this. That's impressive. What are you There's doing? so many people from Brooklyn here. Like half there the are a lot of people from Brooklyn here. I met a ton of you. Um, there we go. Is that Biggie? <laughs> is Biggie alive? Uh, what? No, but... Uh, so, uh, like, when you step outside in a city as big as San Francisco, any major metropolitan area, you are inundated with, with noise and with choices and with decisions and with consequences. And I'm sort of terrified by that in a video game. Uh, I, 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 I think I gravitate closer to smaller railroaded experiences uh, as much as I appreciate the, like, freedom of, like, a Minecraft or Skyrim or Fallout or that. Um, yeah, I don't know. I need a journey. Like, journey is a thing that, that's perfect for me because I'm like, I've never been to a desert. Uh, I I've <laughs> never you, been to a desert. You're allergic to deserts. You're allergic to cacti. I'm allergic to deserts and, and scorpions. Uh, I, have a, I have a cardigan <laughs> that looks like journeyman's robe. Uh, scorpions. Scorpions. And it's like three hours and Scorpion. Scorpion! Uh, yeah. That was the first yeah. Mortal Kombat announcer who got fired. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's, uh, it's interesting with open world games in general because they always have that problem, right? It's like with GTA, I never played the story stuff. Boo! You cut off! Sam Hauser just came in and cut your mic off. <laughs> uh, hey, yeah, I was just saying I, in general, don't necessarily play a lot of the story stuff. You get distracted by all the other stuff there is to do. And I feel like that's a problem with open world games. That's all I was trying to say. I think it's hey, back. I, uh, think it, I think your uh, mic's back. <laughs> So many microphones. It's terrible. You didn't get that in Texas. <laughs> so Max, guys, I, microphone. You all went to the conclusion. I didn't go there. Max, I wanted to love The Witcher, but I feel like you broke it for me because I, 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 I did a, a let's play with you at IGN, which is what happens. It's when people play a video game together on camera. For those of you who are new, and we we played with PC mods on, and you you made. We made bears appear from the sky. Yeah, and we all we lit all these wolves and stuff no, on fire. It's kind of it's worth mentioning. Like like mods are kind of the they're kind of the new cheats. You know? Yeah, and like if you play a game, if you play Doom with like infinite ammo and God mode on, you're like ah, like maybe you have to find a key, but like you just kind of just go through the game and there's no really resistance there. Right. We sort of did a different thing where like you want like you play The Witcher, you get like this incredible story and there's like there's like moral ambiguity, but you play with mods on, you're like, what if? 25 bears just showed up on this roof with Geralt. And what if there were chickens there, too? Oh, no, more geese. There's too many geese. There's geese everywhere, and he sets them on fire. Did we, we spawned then, all those dogs underwater? And then Griffin, yeah, we spawned a river full of dogs. 
And then it's like, I go back home to play the real game, and it's like, this is so boring. I feel like your Let's Play was just like the Voight comp test. You all <laughs> failed. You're, you're both replicants. It might not have been a Let's Play. I think Max and I rented a cabin and got drunk for a week. <laughs> <laughs> so that's your game of the year? Yeah, I mean, so far. But that's the thing, is that like, I haven't finished The Witcher yet, because that's a massive, massive game made by cruel Polish people. Nostarovia. <laughs> uh, and there's also... <laughs> there's also going to be The Phantom Pain. There's also going to be Fallout 4. And there's... Yeah, like, this is going to be, this is, this is great. This is a weird, like, dilemma to have. It's like, this is a first year in a while that we've had a hard time figuring out what our game of the year is. Like, we're halfway through, and there's already kind of, what do we do? Yeah. Last year was kind of like, uh, I'll vote for the one that I kind of like the most, you know? Like, mm -hmm. like, my game of the year last year was Marvel Superheroes because I got drunk and bought it on PSN, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Solid choice. If I voted my game of the year based on something I played while drunk, it would be Banjo-Kazooie every year. Every game is game of the Dino year. Dino Crisis 3. <laughs> no. Goldfarb, uh, what's your game of the year so, so far? It's weird, right? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to twist the question a little bit. Um, for me, I, I travel so much that it's like, honestly, for me, like, my Vita, I might be the only person who says this, but like, my Vita is like all I play, right? And so, while traveling, it's nice that like, I've been able to play like The Order, I've been able to play like Catch Up on Shadow of Mordor, and just play smaller indie games, and so like, weirdly, right now, my answer is Vita, which obviously isn't a game, but it's like, I'm playing No, it's not a game right at all. Now. I don't know, like, because no. I, I haven't played, I haven't started Witcher yet. Do you just rearrange the icons? My console's been to box for Is it like the dumbest <laughs> version of Bejeweled your, ever? Your game of the year is Nier? It's your game of the Nier? Yeah, Nier actually is my game of the year. Okay, like, real talk, does anyone understand Nier? No, no nobody does. No, even Sony doesn't. This guy says he does. Do you understand Nier? Can you walk up this and in, <laughs> and in 15 seconds make sure everyone in this audience understands what Nier is? Walk up these stairs right now. <laughs> What's your name? Podcast Beyond Exclusive, World Star. My name is Eric Pena. So, so basically, Nier is this game where humanity gets destroyed. Wait, no! no, no I am no, not near. talking about near the f Not N-I-E-R. <laughs> he means, he means the Vita app. N-E-A-R, like the, the Vita app. Near. <laughs> it's like Vita Street Pass or something. No, you have no idea, do you? <laughs> what a no, nobody understands that app. Nobody plays the Vita. <laughs> We were so close! For a second I was like, wow, it's so much deeper than I thought it was. Yeah. <laughs> Nier is kind of like if Yelp starved to death, right? <laughs> what now? <laughs> Let me pull up the dumb itinerary. Game of the Year has been not decided. Now next on Podcast Beyond. Well, Farb, your Game of the Year was a, was a friggin' was, handheld. I, I, I haven't... I traveled When you lot. think about it, isn't the Vita a game? Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> you buy it, you don't know what's going to happen. Do you die um, at the end? Does it die? Man, uh, How many lives does it have? Uh, did Broken Age come out in 2015? Broken Age Act 2 came out this year. All right, well, Broken Age Act 2 so far. I love Broken Age Act 2 as well. I oh, will approve you. of that answer. Aww. Thank you for saving me from this you're, hole. You're a nice guy. <laughs> um, so the thing we wanted to pivot into after this, so this is what we've loved so far in 2015, but what is the single thing we are looking forward to most in 2015 and beyond. 
I did it. That was exciting. That was real exciting. Because as we learned in 2014, the games that come out in the year that they say they are don't necessarily do that. So. Right. Well, and this is the first fall where there's so much. Like, this is the first year where that question's actually kind of hard to answer because there's so many yeah. games. But I mean, even fall, like we, like I was mentioning on Unlocked, uh, the, the Sony conference at E3 was not about 2015. Right. It was about 2016, 2017, honestly, for stuff like Shenmue and Final Fantasy, 2018, 2019. Yeah, um, Final Fantasy yeah. especially. It's hard to break off your hearts. We're not going to be playing those for a long time. <laughs> well, I mean, we talked to Shuhei at E3 and, and asked that question about the fall lineup, and his thing was that, like, it's actually because there's so many big third-party games, like, they don't want to put the time into having first-party games, like, rushed for the fall because yeah. there's so many things to play on PS4 anyway. Totally. It's like if you're going to play Battlefront and Fallout and all these other things, like, you don't necessarily need yeah, all the, all and the as you saw in the Sony conference, they like gained the sort of eye of Sauron looking at Black Ops 3. Yep. And they got that from Microsoft for the first time in six years, five or six years, yeah. um, which is huge. I mean, not like, a, I don't know, we don't play a ton of Call of Duty, but that, do a lot of you play Call of Duty in the audience? <laughs> Literally one of you is the biggest Call of Duty. Scott Lowe is in the audience right, All right. now. No, because to me, more fun than playing Call of Duty was reading the tweets from angry Xbox Call of Duty fans who were like, why'd you go to PlayStation? Like, it's not your friend. It's just a company. They just want money. <laughs> and the game is still coming to Xbox. The game's coming yeah, to everything. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's just well, going to have one less that. map or, you know, yeah. Ray Liotta won't be in it in the DLC when they do the zombie stuff. Like, it's not a big deal. <laughs> also, Ray Liotta's been phoning it in for the last 27 years, so it's fine. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the game you're anticipating most. Last Guardian. Boom. Bird Dog. Didn't you ask Bad Dog. Bird Dog. Bad Dog. Bad I noticed dog. That people were kind of hesitant in the crowd, and I don't blame you because, like, we still. I, I think we still really don't believe that it's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I really exactly. I was surprised. I have no idea a, what you said. <laughs> Straight out of comp. I think you were calling the Last Guardian like Bad Dog. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm surprised they didn't do an actual date because it has been so long that it's like putting a year on it and having it any degree of ambiguity. Right. It's like, I still kind of don't believe them. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I me honestly too. think, I think we'll get a date at TGS. Yeah. That's my, that's my theory. You think Good you're going to get a, t a date at TGS? I'm going to get a date <laughs> at TGS. Oh, so cool. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not even going to TGS. Marty, that's a business trip. <laughs> That's you keep your love life out of this. That's messed up. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Already canceled. His date or the last card? <laughs> <laughs> the last Martian. <laughs> um, so I'm like, I'm kind of weird and torn about this. Fallout 4, I think they did the most brilliant thing by actually announcing a, just a, a hard date. They were like, hey, Game's coming out this year. Boom. Also, it's a game you can get today. And they were like, that was kind of like a down payment on that game by being like, Fallout Shelter, what about your phone? Download this game that we are announcing now. That's nuts. And I think that they get that when you do something like, I don't know, other studios that announce games like Watch Dogs, uh, where they're like, hey, here's a game that's going to come out real soon. Right. Real soon. Any minute now. No, I swear to God, it's going to be, it's going to, okay, six months from now. Okay, it's been two years since we announced it. It's coming out this week. Hello? It's, all, it's, it's, 12, it's 12 years in dog years. 
Yeah. Watch Dog Fears. <laughs> but, like, but like Fallout, like we've been waiting for it for ages, and we've been like, give us, give us Fallout! And they're like, okay, you get it in like five months. Yeah, it was genius. Yeah. And like, that's awesome. That's great. Yeah, because that's incredible. You will not be sick of hearing about it by the time it's out. That's really a big deal. On the flip side, I have, a, I have an actual house that I have a hard time keeping clean and full, like, devoid of debris. And radiation. I'm, I'm going to be playing a, a game where I have to rearrange furniture and make it a nicer place to live. Oh, but so your, your game is, your favorite game is Old Man 2016. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm like, I'm looking forward to Fallout because obviously it's Fallout. But right. like at the same time, they were like, it just keeps going. It was like this, it was this clown car of features they showed off at E3 where they're like, yeah, you can, you can buy a house, you can have your friends come over, you can make a giant Minecraft vault boy out of 8-bit pixel squares or whatever. Your you dog can, do can eat a rat. You, you, yeah, your dog can do crack. <laughs> like they haven't addressed that, but come on, it's Fallout. You can, do, you can eat apples out of you, a toilet. You know Todd <laughs> Howard wanted to say that during the Bethesda conference. Like you're going to point, you're going to be like, dog, go to the, um, sorry, jet. Go do 25 jets, dog. And the dog's going to be like running around like super speed. It's going to be great. Can your dog get addicted to drugs in that game like you can? Yes. If you can't, don't game say of the that. Year. That is not confirmed. That's not confirmed. That's not on. confirmed. Mitch news it up. <laughs> Ain't no rules as a dog can't get addicted to drugs. <laughs> uh, for me, that like, what was that? Like a weird Air Bud sequel? That was an Air Bud line. <laughs> That was the, the later Airbud where it gets real serious. It was like Darren Aronofsky's Airbud. And all the kids quit the team because they're sick of being upstaged by a dog. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Max and I love animals. We talk about them a lot. How do you feel about horses? Yeah. Let's get a round of applause for horses. Yeah. Animal of the year. Like horses are great you. because you can, you, can, you can also ride them, which you can't do with any other animal. Legally. <laughs> Legally? True. Try well, riding a dog and not falling off and looking like a fool. <laughs> so we have the next 45 minutes is basically just about horses. I'm just kidding. No. We're sure to be horses. There's not enough the booze at the bar for that. <laughs> I also like that five people yelled out elephant from the back. Like the elephant fans are like, what the fuck, Brian? Oh, yeah, you can ride an elephant. You can ride an elephant, but he does not want you there, okay? And a camel's like, I know there's a seat. Doesn't mean you need to use it. <laughs> Um, <laughs> so for me, Far and Away, Persona 5 is the thing I'm most excited about. Um, those games are just really special, and it's like, man, those trailers, like a new one leaked this week. Yeah, that guy pointing his Persona 4 shirt. It's for you. Uh, yeah, those, I mean, the trailer, a new trailer leaked out this week. It just seems like you can do so much in that game, and it's so, it, it's that, like, cliche thing of like, oh, it's next gen or whatever, but it, like it is, like it's like, it finally looks really good. It looks like it's in the Catherine engine, like everything looks like. It's on PS3. Like, well, it's all, that's true. It's also on PS3, but it's like, it just seems, it's not just that like limited, like top-down perspective, right? Like you're, like, you're like you're in closer to the characters and it seems like there's like a lot more to it. And I don't know, I, I like meeting the new cast and like discovering new social links and like. And one of them is like a weird uh, circle bear. Yeah, there's like, it's like a cat transformation. Isn't it a cat? Is it a, it's a, it's a, a cat. female cat. Uh, Max, I'm allergic to animals, so I don't spend a, a ton of time with them, so I'm very confused. After by what all the ones. shit you gave uh, me for not being able to identify dinosaurs, you can't identify a cat versus a bear. <laughs> yeah, I get cut off when I talk about animals, but you guys can do it all day. Great. Real anyway, fair. Yeah, you're bullying Marty. It's different. <laughs> <laughs> um... I'm gonna cheat. I'm gonna name three games, but I'm gonna go through them quick. That's really one good. of them's uh, Vita. One of them, one of, one of, one of them's not a Vita because that's not a game. You're an idiot. Uh, uh, on indie tier, uh, the thing I'm looking forward to most is Firewatch. Yeah. 
Uh, it's the first game by Campo Santo, who's a sort of super, indie supergroup by folks from uh, who made uh, season one of Telltale's The Walking Dead. They've worked at Double Fine. They worked on Mark of the Ninja. It's this amazing first-person wandering game. It's super gorgeous. Ollie <laughs> Moss. So I've heard rumors that there are raccoons in that game. Give it up for raccoons. Yeah. Nature's animals. They're cats that steal things. <laughs> we really do talk about animals a lot. We also, keep falling into Also, how do, were we not able to get sponsored by like PETA or something? Or well, they're so, also really a... mean to animals. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people just booed PETA. Yeah. Ooh, those elephant fans. <laughs> uh, so that's one of them. Super stoked for that. It's coming to PS4, which is super exciting. They're on stage. Sean Manimal's on stage. Uh, above that, uh, in terms of the obvious one, Uncharted 4. Woo! Uh, Nate! No! Nate, no! That's really weird. That that corner right there did not care about Uncharted 4 at all. (laughs) (laughs) The front row is good. Was that a hawk? I heard a hawk. Um, So what they showed at... Well, A, I've, I've really sort of liked the fact that the two times they've showed it during shows, the game's broken for a little bit. Like, I find I, that I really like that, endearing. Yeah. And I know. it's like, it's kind of real. It's yeah, like, you know, you're, it's not, real. you're not canned. This isn't staged. This isn't canned. Uh, but the demo that was shown at the Sony conference at E3 was phenomenal. Like, it was, it was gorgeous. The action was amazing. The pacing was incredible. But what they showed behind closed doors, which I think, I don't want to, don't quote me on this, but I think on July 1st, they're releasing the BCD footage. Which is, uh, I know Andrew and I saw it, and it's, it's, it, it, it picks up right where the demo left off, and it's like 15 minutes of just ramping up the action. Isn't it just stuff. like a montage where Nate like jumps on a Jeep, and then he realizes the Jeep is sentient, and it's like this, like kind of like the rest of their lives spent together, where he like marries the Jeep, and they <laughs> get know, old together. I kind of like and the idea. And he has to push it into a lake at the yeah. end because it's old. But and then that's where Sleep Jeep begins. Yeah. Do you think? Do you guys think? Do you, do you guys think Sully is gonna die? So of, you all of natural no. causes. You all think no, but uh, yeah. Yo, so you're going the thief's end like death route. You think we're gonna see Nate's ass? <laughs> all right, you're the second idiot on the show. <laughs> uh, I don't think Sully will die. I think his brother will very obviously die. Uh, Sam, I think. Yeah, yeah, I think his brother's gonna be the bad dude. Troy Baker. Troy Baker's yeah. gonna be a bad dude. That would be really similar. Oh, I would be bummed if he's a bad guy. Maybe that seems too the, obvious. What if Nate's the bad guy? Maybe Nate is the bad guy. Yeah. That's deep. Third game, and that's actually, this is like a talking point you need to hit. Uh, there's, this is good. Wait for it. Uh, there's a game coming out that is called No Man's Sky. Um, and we've seen this for a year and a half or so, and we've seen these glimpses, and, and Sean Murray, who's one of the most like amazing people to speak to on a human level, uh, has talked about this game, that it is sort of worlds upon worlds, it is infinite, it is what we all dreamed about when we were kids, of wanting to explore the wild blue yonder in space. Um, and I'm super stoked to be able to announce that uh, because of Ryan McCaffrey, who I hope is still here, but who might not have to, he might not be here because he had to He's leave. He's not with us anymore, one love. Not, he didn't pass up, away, McCaffrey. he just had prior obligations. He's still with us in spirit. Uh, our IGN first for July is No Man's Sky. And I want to tell you that the, the stuff we were able to see, Mitch was with me, actually. Uh, we saw it during uh, E3. was absolutely phenomenal. And it was one of those things, like, I went in being like, I don't know what this is, and I sort of don't trust this game. 
And very quickly, I looked over to Mitch and I was like, holy shit, this is it. Like, like, I, I get it now. And all through July, you're going to realize why we said that. And it's going to be just amazing, uh, just footage uh, unveiling new systems, showing how deep that world is, uh, like a huge chunk of extended gameplay, conversations with them, what their inspirations were. Like, trust me, July is going to be incredible. This game is sort of everything they hyped up, which is really impossible. Yeah, seriously, dude. Wow. And I don't, I don't say that lightly. Awesome. Yeah. I, 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 I say this lightly, but I, I actually I do believe in you. I shouldn't. I mean, All signs point in the opposite direction, but yeah. I actually do believe you on this one. I, I, tr- I mean, You're a liar. Andrew, you're and, a drunk. Andrew has slept in my room last night, and he realizes what a disaster my life yeah. is. <laughs> it's, uh, it, it's a lot of piles of Super Nintendo games and cardigans and just full beer cans. <laughs> yep. That's pretty much exactly what we all thought. I was going to ask about thought. No Man's Sky, not Marty's room. But that works, too. <laughs> I mean, that's Where IGN first for August is Marty's room. <laughs> no, I mean, so that's what... Uh, I, I guess I'll just spoil it. Uh, there's a big secret at the center of the universe uh, in No Man's Sky, and when you get there, you realize that it's my room. <laughs> it's just a live periscope of my room. <laughs> yeah. I, I am excited to see, like, because I, I didn't go on that like trip with you. Like, I am very interested to see more like real gameplay because mm-hmm. the Sony conference is the closest we've come. But like the moment to moment, like what I'm going to be doing for yeah. hundreds of hours in that game, like that's very exciting. Yep. No, you're going to get a lot of that. Tune it. Keep it locked. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Are you breaking? You're just saying catchphrases now. <laughs> Guys, I'm the only one who's been on stage this entire fucking time. Well, don't be That's on really... two podcasts, you yeah. traitor. <laughs> don't, don't clap the traitor comment. <laughs> don't, don't, actually, don't clap for a guy that does more podcasts than Marty. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's next? We have a special, uh, special thing to show off, don't we? Yeah, well, we have a couple, we have a couple things going on. We're, we're about to, to hit a rapid-fire string of special things. Okay. Uh, can, we do, can we actually get the first special? Peter? Wait, wait, do you... I don't know if we're on the same page. It doesn't seem like you are. Peter? Uh, guys! Peter? Where's the goat? There you go. Oh! This is a good first special thing! Man, we did not discuss this before. <laughs> You're allergic to discussions. This is I don't right. care. All right, and for those listening at home, a man in a Yankee Dong shirt... Just brought a, a piece of wood with a, a severed head covered in a sheet and a hat. Peter, explain your science project to us. What are we seeing? Okay, it's, it's the news ghost. I mean, <laughs> it's per your description, Brian. Yeah. It is a sheet, newsboy cap. Is that Walt Disney's head? <laughs> you have to look underneath to find out. I, I don't want to look under. Really? Very That's actually terrifying. Yeah. Is so this going to electrify it? me? Don't, don't lift it up. There's nothing under there. He said to look under the... He literally just said look under the sheet. Push the... <laughs> you want to... What, what am I... Oh, God. Brian just saw the inside. The news goes... Well, wow, that was like cyborg. the suitcase from Pulp Fiction. So, <laughs> <laughs> there are buttons on this device. Yes. Um, there's a, uh, a speaker module. Uh, it has five different sounds right now. Uh-huh. Um, what do you do with this thing when you're not here today? <laughs> Is this in your house? I made this Thursday night. Okay. So, like, was... like all good things that kill people with electricity. <laughs> so yeah. So you made you made a news ghost. Push made... the buttons. I don't want to touch it. I'm really afraid of it. it I'm buying time. Speaker's not super loud, but we can try. We got a microphone. Oh my goodness. 
<laughs> is there a Halloween sound CD in there? <laughs> it's clips, clips from the podcast. Oh, God. Not the news ghost. <laughs> now I really feel bad. Let's give it up for Peter for making an actual wow. news ghost. Peter, Thank you we so much. adore you. That is this so is, incredible. This is what happens when a bad joke comes to life. This is amazing. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah, this is for you guys. Oh, great. I'm going to... Peter, gonna... I am not kidding when I say that is going to be on the table for literally every episode of Podcast Beyond <laughs> until one of us dies Ooh. of scoliosis of the livers. Oh, <laughs> Wait, did you get your mic cut? What happened? They cut us. Oh, no. Oh. I'm just really glad you uh, enjoyed it because I've been thinking about it for a while and it came together so last minute. And I literally took that through the airport and people were looking at me weird. <laughs> oh, my God. So, I'm, hopefully it was worth it. Peter, you are my Thank you so much. favorite. Give it I up for Peter. Peter. Give it up for Peter. Oh Thank you so much. Also, just in a slight bit of foreshadowing, there might be yeah. more news ghosts. No one knows yeah. who the news ghost really is. Yeah. Well, wait. We're not there yet. No, we're not. No, we're not. Uh, I, want, I want to give a quick shout-out to the TSA for being terrible at their job. <laughs> <laughs> and letting this thing through security. <laughs> hey, what's that? Oh, it's a severed head that makes sound effects? Yeah, sure. Come on in. Yeah. Is, it, is it covered in weird wires and buttons? Yeah, come on. I love that so much. Uh, but no, we are, this is uh, Podcast Beyond episode 400. Yeah. Which yep. is crazy. I know, it's super crazy. I don't know, yeah. I, have a lot of you listened since 300? Yeah. Have a lot of you listened since 200? Okay, so that's where I should end it because we don't have anything past there. But have a lot of you listened since 100? Wow. What about episode one? All right, I'm glad it fell off. Anybody born in the 1920s? <laughs> uh, Liars. <laughs> but let's, let's start with episode 200. Uh, Andrew, yeah, uh, tell us a little bit about that. Uh, so I went to episode 200 as a fan. Uh, I flew in from New York, um, and it was, uh, that was when it was Greg, Colin, and Clement. And yeah, that was... Uh, yeah, those are, nice, those are nice human beings. Give it up to those guys. Especially Clement. Nice yeah, especially Clement. Um, but yeah, it was really cool. Like, I went to that... Purely as an IGN fan, um, got very drunk at Eddie Rickenbacker's with a lot of fellow IGN fans and uh, some IGN people. And then the next morning, very hungover, had uh, my first job interview with Colin Campbell and then eventually came here. Um, but it was cool. That event was kind of the first time I felt like part of this community. And it's like w what you guys were saying earlier, like seeing people in person is a really important part of understanding that like, yeah, this doesn't go out into a void. This does go out to all of you guys. And... It's cool, and actually, if Miranda wants to come down, um, Miranda... Oh, give it up for Miranda Sanchez. Uh, so Miranda was at Podcast Beyond 300 as yeah. a fan, and now also works for IGN. Yeah, so kind of carrying on the tradition. I get to be on beyond every 100 episodes, so, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's cool, though, right? Like, it's, it's, yeah. it's exciting because, like, so many people, like... Whenever we meet a lot of you guys, like one of the first questions is like about working at iGen. It's about like doing this full time, and it's cool because like coming to events like these and meeting you guys, like you know, we get to kind of tell our stories. And so I think like yours is another really interesting one because you started at an event like this. Yeah. So I was a big fan of Beyond, like everybody else, you know. And uh, I heard that they were having you know Beyond 300. I was like, I have to go. And so I grabbed my friends. And we're like, 
are we going to do this? Are we going to go? I mean, I was in college, kind of poor, you know, ramen, yay. Uh, <laughs> and so, yay to me, yeah. <laughs> so we saved a bunch of money, and we got tickets to come out to Beyond 300. Um, I met a bunch of friends, and it was just like a really amazing experience. I mean, you probably know, you've probably met tons of people here that you're now going to be best friends with. Um, I started a podcast with a few of my lady friends from Beyond 300. And it was just a magical experience getting to meet not only, of course, the iGen guys, but just other fans. And one of my goals, of course, end goal, like since like fifth grade, was to be in games journalism. Like I always loved games, always loved writing. And so I was like, hey, this is a good opportunity, you know, <laughs> um, to be a person and to meet these people who I really admire. And kind of from there, I just worked really hard to be part of this community and be a bigger part. Um, I was like a Facebook, or yeah, Facebook podcast unlocked admin for a long time, and really involved in those communities. And then I started freelancing for IGN, and then before I knew it, I started working here. So it's cool. It's really cool. Yeah, it's that exciting thing where like somebody here could end up working for IGN at some point. Like yeah. it's just kind of that awesome like passing the torch. And Miranda, now you have your own podcast. I do. So, yay anime. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, so anime is super important to me. It's something I grew up watching and didn't have a lot of friends who watched it with me. I had a twin sister. We were really supportive of each other, watched shows and discussed it. And I was like, what if I can bring that to more people? Because I know people probably have the same thing. It's like, I want someone to share this with. I want to talk about it. And so that was kind of something I want to do for iGen Anime Club is something to share with everybody. So anime for everybody, yeah. And you have... <laughs> You have more Pikachus on your desk than anybody else in that office, which is kind of incredible. Yeah. Yes. So Leah Jackson, who used to work at IGN, had a ton of Hello Kitties. My, my goal is to have more Pikachu than that. Like, Man, I don't double. think you're close yet. <laughs> like, no, you have okay. a lot of Pikachu. She had a lot of Hello Kitties. Yeah, it's, it's a problem. But <laughs> okay. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. So, so, wait, so we have someone from... From, from beyond 200 here, who got hired, and someone from 300. Yeah. So that means that, statistically, a lot of people are waving at me right now. Yeah. <laughs> the next IGN editor is sitting in this room right now. Yeah. So next year, you guys can tell your story, like me and Andrew. Yay. Or next, next year, but in a while. <laughs> awesome. Yay. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, me on. We'll, we promise you we'll be on. Not in a hundred episodes. Just you can let me be talk back. about persona again and I'll be happy. Perfect. <laughs> right, thanks awesome. guys. Cool. Thank you. Beyond. Thank you, Miranda. Hey. Urinated. <laughs> Congrats. What's wrong with you? <laughs> that way we had like a nice moment. You go, I peed in the pool thing with the cir with the circle. <laughs> the hell is wrong with you? We have guests. Do you guys uh, need anything? James is going to get me a drink. Uh, yeah, another a beer. Yeah. I'll do a vodka soda. Thank you very much. Max? Uh, no roofies. Yeah, I'll do a vodka soda, too. Uh, actually, James, whiskey diet. All right. Yeah. Two vodka sodas, a whiskey diet, and a beer. Now we're on to the next segment. I thought you were going to do a corona, please, James. Like, let's have questions for the audience. Uh, James, <laughs> what drinks do you want? I'm like, oh, that's a great question. Let's, uh, let's discuss that. Who would like some bagel bites? <laughs> I, I also... They're all going to fall from the ceiling at the end of the show. I'm kidding. I love that James had this great like, secret plan. He was like, oh, text me. We won't interrupt the show. Like, we'll talk about it. And then he just yells. <laughs> I went up there. He's, he just like, all right, what do you got in there? Uh, it's good to eat. <laughs> it's, a, a it's, a it's a house party, you know? Like, yeah. forget it. Yeah. 
I like God. I like the term house party so much. Me too. I think that's you good. came up with the max. I, I, that's sort of perfect for what this is. Kid and play came up with. The term I think house I asked party. the bosses if we could throw a house party in. Yeah. No, I mean, you were the, the executive producer, you and Dino De Laurentiis of the film House Party. <laughs> That's right. There I were... got three laughs, and I, I appreciate all three of those. Uh, <laughs> I, I gave you one of those. <laughs> <laughs> and I think over was yep. um, So we have a, you know, just continuing with the special guests, uh, we have a video of someone who couldn't be here, but uh, sends his regards. Uh, Alexio, are you up there? Are you dead? Everyone give a shout out to Alexio right now. Alexio! The secret hero. Also, real talk, Max, your head appears on the screen. <laughs> you are, you are a, a John C. Tallman. Uh, Alexio, <laughs> we could have a very loud audio and, and play what we're about to play. Maybe we'll dim the lights, get some kisses. Hi, Young Nation. I'm sorry I can't be here with you in person uh, uh, for 400. I was, I was here there for 300 and I had amazing experience there so I wish I were there with you but uh, I, I'm totally uh, excited for uh, celebrating you know, another 100 uh, episodes of uh, Beyond and all the other great shows that uh, IGN has and uh, I wish, I, I, I hope to be there for 500 when, whenever it comes and I uh, uh, hope you enjoy. Nice if man. everyone right now can tweet at YoSP yep. and yep. thank him for that with uh, the hashtag IGN House Party, that would be... He, he yeah. will be at 500. We will be so old. <laughs> also, I love that he, he rain-checked us for two years from now. <laughs> He's a that's, busy man. That's fine. Yes. What a He's awesome. fine. Like, I the, love Shirei. Like, so, like, I kind of jumped in to take the reins of this podcast very loosely in one hand while I was holding a drink with the other, apparently. Um... <laughs> And, like, the day that he started following me on Twitter, I officially, like, lost my mind. I think I threw my phone on the counter and, like, ran away from it. Like, there was, like, <laughs> like the calls are coming sorcery? from inside the house. I'm like, oh, crap, this thing is on. Like, people are listening. So yeah. His Twitter is also amazing. Like, he posted a picture from Bubba Gump from Factory. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know if you guys saw that. He was going to the worst restaurants <laughs> in L.A., and it was so incredible. Yeah, from Bubba Gump. What did you you tweeted at him a couple? I tweeted him a bunch of fake restaurant names he needs to go to, because <laughs> oh, Bubblegum Shrimp Company sounds like a fake restaurant name, and I was like, oh, you really gotta go to Wet Garbage Man Mountain, and he tweeted me back being like, I will go to Wet Garbage Nun Mountain, and I'm like, how did you make my restaurant grosser? <laughs> you put wet nuns in it. No, but Shuhei is the opposite of what like I kind of grew up thinking that like uh, like kind of Japanese businessmen were. Like he's actually really cool, and like I, I got, like I had a few drinks with him in Japan in the Kill Bill That's restaurant. That's a very polite way of saying what you usually say about that. What? You guys got hammered. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we, uh, we had fun, you know, it was you cool. Got, he's, you got, it's a Japanese business man. You we, guys, we ate you live shrimps. Yeah, he's a good man. He's a good how's man. That, how's, the, how's the live shrimp thing work? Uh, they bring it to you and you eat it, while, well, I think while it's still moving, and you just get in there, because you're in Japan. And, what, come on, you just do it. That's right. You guys took that in a weird direction, but sure, I'll take those cheers. <laughs> um, yeah, well, we have, I mean, yeah, Shuhei is, like, the fact that he listens to this podcast. I mean, the same thing, honestly, with Unlocked is that 
Phil Spencer listens to Unlocked every week. Right. Shuhei listens to Beyond every week, which terrifies me when I say anything. Because mm-hmm. every dumb joke I make, I'm like, man, someone who is incredibly smart and talented and educated and has really important decisions to make about the video game industry, like, listens to this dumb yeah. thing. And Cisco. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> which is just, what is happening? What are we doing with our lives? I'm pretty sure my mom still hasn't found my Twitter. <laughs> Which I'm so stoked on. I'm so happy about yeah. that. Uh, it was James, I'm going to ask you. you J- everyone Thanks, give it James. up for James Falk there. Uh, James, I'm going to ask you one more question. Is there a folding chair somewhere? A, 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 a fifth folding chair? Fine. What? <laughs> Conjured from thin air. Okay. <laughs> uh, uh, all right, that's perfect. We, um, so... Are we ready Corona for, with a lime? That's awesome. We have another. We have another guest. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna enter a segment that is about uh, our favorite uh, PlayStation systems of all time, and so we're gonna bring on a man who Top almost five PlayStations of all time. He almost came on stage before before we yelled at him. <laughs> we we honestly we yelled at this man. Uh, he is the most positive person at IGN. He is an absolutely incredible human being. Uh, he's just a ray of light in the. Trash heap that is the four of us. <laughs> uh, everyone, please give it up for the Reverend Jared Petty. Woo! I, uh, am I supposed to be out here this time? I, I, honestly, I was, I was talking to Balbert up there, and I thought I'd miss my cue. That's why I came running. I was looking the other way, and they're like looking up, and like, Jared, I was like, oh, crap! And I we came running down. Nice things that was you. awesome. You were in the middle of a very, like, very good conversation, apparently. We were just, we were sort of talking about you, and then I was like, Jared up there. Yeah, I probably like, should like, have been paying attention nice. to the interesting <laughs> podcast going on in front of me, but yeah. I think we were having a very important discussion on Amiibo or something. I don't remember. Brian Albert's an interesting guy. It's okay. What's that? Yeah. Brian Albert's an interesting dude. Totally. It's got shorts on right now, which is, I mean, those legs are pretty. So it turns out well. <laughs> World's number one PlayStation podcast. That's right. Amiibo and shorts. I love it. Uh, Jared. Anyway, uh, yeah. Thank you so much for coming. Seriously. Thank you for having me here. This is, this is energizing. Just to be, uh, it's a wonderful thing. To be able to be here among people that make this job not just possible but enriching. Right. Working at IGN is is by and large something that just pours vibrancy into your heart because you're making fun every day for your job, and these people here are the ones that make that an engaging, wonderful process. Yeah. So that's why I'm happy to be here. And also, as much as you guys like to pretend to be jerks, you're all really nice. <laughs> Now, Jared, uh, this next segment, we want to talk about just which is our favorite PlayStation machine. Yeah. They've made a lot of machines. Sony is an electronics company. Like, that's where they started off with the Sunny Boy rice cooker back in 1949 or something. That's That's not a real thing, right? The Sony Boy rice cooker? The Sunny Boy rice cooker. Is that a real thing? That is a real thing. I don't don't know about this famous rice cooker. I'm unaware of this. It actually got more first-party support than the Vita did. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but no, no. But not. you had to buy these. You had to buy these really expensive proprietary packs of rice extra. That's why. Yeah, that's why it failed. You got to get a rice duo. This is a... Yeah, but no. so back to the Jared. Jared, like one of 
Jared, one of the reasons uh, of, of the many that I love you so much is that uh, you sort of, you carry that retro torch at IGN. You're like a, you're as, as close we have to like a video game historian. Yeah. Um, and honestly, and, and that comes from me being, I mean, the, the person who plucked me out of a coffee shop to work in the video game industry is uh, Jeremy Parrish. Who's an actual video game historian. I mean, that, yeah, yeah, I mean, he's sort of in a, in a league of his own, but yeah. I mean, to be perfectly honest, you're the person who reminds, reminds me the most of him, Oh, which wow. is why I adore coming into work with you uh, every day. And so that's why, I, yeah, awe at that. I feel real nice. I already said something nice. All right. Cut the mic. That's <laughs> They're going to play the Academy music and drag you <laughs> uh, But no, Jared. Thanks uh, a lot, Halle Berry. Great having you here. Monsters <laughs> Ball was cool and all, but get off the stage. I want to thank my dad. <laughs> but uh, no, Jared, that's why we wanted to bring you on. Uh, for historical preference, of, of any Sony console, uh, which is your favorite? Uh, you know, with four consoles and two handhelds to choose from, I'm going to go with the original PlayStation because of the... Yeah, that's... Uh, that's, that's the easy pick. There's something to love about all of them, uh, a lot to love about a couple of them. But the PlayStation 1 exists at kind of this perfect nexus of technology and price and the optical medium all coming together at just the right time. You know, the PlayStation actually made video games cheaper for several technical reasons. It made video games easier to develop. Yeah. It took video games out of, frankly, what had been a largely monopolistic... Uh, situation and development and opened them up to a world of third parties in easier ways. The PlayStation is a very historically important platform and, and that's why I think it's probably the greatest and because it was just cheap enough to fool around on but just profitable enough to, to, to sell things at a reasonable rate there was all kinds of experimental gaming that took place on it. You, you probably have the most diverse library, maybe outside of something like the Game Boy, which right. is another, yeah, uh, of any platform ever, people just trying zany stuff. Well, the, the original PlayStation is awesome because it was sort of, it was built out of rebellion. Mm -hmm. It was kind of like, Sony was like, hey, we're going to work with Nintendo. And Nintendo's like, we're impossible to work with. And they're like, <laughs> screw you guys. We're making our own console. And now there are four systems in. And it's yeah, like, it was like if the Monday Night Wars would have continued. <laughs> yeah, it kind of was. Oh, you, look, you look at the thing, and it kind of, you know, it was going to be the you know, Nintendo PlayStation. Yep. But you look at it, and the color scheming with the yellow, red, green, blue that resembles the Super Famicom right. Nintendo color scheming, and the shape of the controllers, and the look of the console, that sucker... Bears a lot of resemblance oh, yeah. to the Super Famicom. Yeah, well, because if you guys uh, aren't familiar with like the history of the original PlayStation, it is legitimately fascinating. Uh, if you can fall down that wormhole of, of Wikipedia entries and, and articles about the history of it, that's really cool. If you don't have time for that, watch the Mega 64 movie Kudaragi's Way because that yep. sort of sums it up. Ken <laughs> yeah. Kudaragi was this kind of like this rogue agent of Sony who was like, "We're making video games," and they were like. We make CD players. And he's like, this is a CD player that plays games. <laughs> and they're like, we're making you move to Europe with the and, music people. And this is at a period of time where, I mean, when a PC was really expensive. Yeah. And, and 3D technology was just inaccessibly expensive. It was reserved for the arcades or people that had great computers. And then Sony says, $299, you can have 3D gaming right now. The, uh, the PlayStation was actually reverse engineered from those massive things that they would have in, like, uh, like news studios, like the like TV studios that would have like the action news and the CBS logo would fly at the screen and explode into cop cars where they're like, keep it locked on uh, KTVU or whatever. And, you know. and, and then they say keep it locked? They didn't say that. Did, they, like, did we steal it from KTVU? You, you heard it here first. We owe them so much money. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And then beyond all the, the technical... Beyond! And the market history wow. and the rest of that, you have the fact that the thing just has a re 
ridiculous library of games. Yeah. Well, just, that's that's, that's absolutely. the beginning of so many important PlayStation developers, too. Like, yeah. obviously, like, tracing back, like, Naughty Dog or, like, any of these developers to what they were doing back then is, like, so incredible to see how far they've come. Mm -hmm. yeah. And they've made good stuff ever since. Uh, and in terms of, of technical ability, the PS2 is probably a, you know, a greater leap forward in terms of what it did innovatively. But the PlayStation is just so important. Andrew. <laughs> Harkening back to my Game of the Year answer, uh, honestly, it's Vita. Uh, the, yeah. the legacy system! The, the, I was talking to Mitch about this earlier. The reason Vita wins for me is because you can play a bunch of PS1 classics on it anyway. <laughs> but also, I mean, Jared, you were talking about how experimental things were in the PS1 era. Like, Vita, like, granted, like, there aren't very many <laughs> AAA games, which was kind of the original, like, promise of it. Mm -hmm. But that said, like, all these indie games that I can play on Vita on the go are incredible. And also, like, honestly, like, I have been playing more remote play from my Vita on PS4 than I have in front of my TV so far wow, this year. Wow, really? And I, I think that, like, it's a really smart system. I, I think it's very obvious why it hasn't taken off kind of in the era of smartphones and dedicated handhelds kind of can't do what they could. But uh, to be honest, like, I've probably gotten more mm -hmm. in the two and a half years or whatever with my Vita than mm -hmm. I feel like I did with any other PlayStation console. Yeah. It also helps that you're currently homeless. <laughs> <laughs> also true. Not a joke. Everyone's laughing. He does not yeah, have a home. Literally got rid of my Texas home yesterday and don't have a San Francisco home until next week. So. Hey, uh, on the plus side, you have that cool shirt with puke on it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Max. Uh, this is a tough one. I was going to say PS1, but uh, I'm... This is kind of a it's kind of a divisive one. I'm fascinated by the PS3. Me too. Ooh, yeah. That was mine. Like, that was mine too. So like Sony has this long history of proprietary hardware, and I think that they kind of burn themselves really hard with the PS3. But I sort of applaud them for trying that. Uh, I had a friend who works at EA explain to me the difference between the Xbox 360 and the PS3 a few years ago, and he was saying that the 360 is like eh, it's like a classroom full of kind of you know, C plus, B minus students. And they all kind of turn in their homework on time and they get it done okay. Meanwhile, the PS3 is like a think tank of like, like autistic geniuses who all are incredibly good at certain stuff. But then you kind of have to like work on, work, work them one on one. And it's like, you see the PlayStation 3 exclusives like anything Naughty Dog did or, mm -hmm. you know, like, like whatever. Like the, the stuff that was, that was exclusive to PS3 is just, is mind-blowingly cool. Right. Mm -hmm. And... I almost feel like the reason that we're not seeing any footage of, of the Uncharted Collection remastered is that it's, it, it's going to be kind of just upscaled. It's not going to look that drastically different because the level of moving parts they have are like, it's like frame rate and resolution, you know? Mm -hmm. But like the idea of using a cell processor was like, that's ballsy. You know, that's, um, if you actually go back historically, Sony has a really long history of doing proprietary hardware stuff. Like they were the first company, like when the, is it when the when the microchip was invented when the like the silicon chip was made by Texas Instruments in Texas Sony was the first company to go to them and be like hey uh, it's cool that you make those and all but can we just pay you for the plans for those and make our own and then they made the first like like transistor radios and that was in like the yeah. 60s like yeah. that's I'm sorry to go off on a tangent there no, but no, like that's the, it's the historical importance. Sometimes it sucks, and we have like memory cards for the Vita which are a pain in the ass when we could just have SD cards but yep. 
you know, we're seeing a step in the right uh, yeah, direction. Yeah, a lot here. of the problems with the PS3 were marketing missteps at the beginning, bad price point and saying the wrong things in messaging. But they made those mistakes because they were proud of what they'd done, and they were proud with good reason. That sucker was a ridiculously innovative internal design. Nobody yeah. had ever made anything like that before. Like, if the PS3 wasn't a pretty cool system, why would NASA buy several hundred of them and serp loop them together to make a like a server farm? But if the PS2 wasn't such a cool system, why would Al-Qaeda use them all, according to that urban legend? That's true. That was an urban legend. Didn't that's a real that thing up. that happened. If you got that news story from here, that's probably a weird afternoon for you. <laughs> so, hold on. Which, which version did they have? Do we know? No, let's not. Let's, no, hold on. Because if it was Slims, I can kind of value. Like, that's, a, that's, like a, that's an easy to carry. That's a, you can pack those right up. All and they wanted was Blu-rays. What? All right, fine. Brian, your turn. I was going to piggyback on you and say the PS3. Because it was a really weird, interesting time for them. They came into the generation on top and cocky, and they got immediately smacked down. God, that sounds yeah. so familiar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's, it's sort of like they, they had to kind of take a step back and go, you know what, let's drop the price. Let's work with people more on uh, making cool games. And then he started doing really weird stuff. Like, yeah, we got a bunch of Uncharted, but we also got like... Journey and the Unfinished Swan, and they started reaching out to indie developers. The they started like talking to the art school kids and not just the jocks, and they were just like, "Let's let's let's do some well, weird, quirky stuff." Yeah. You know, that's also, that's a fascinating point, Brian. They're one of the very few real turnaround stories in hardware history. Usually, if you screw up your launch, it's over. Right. They found a way to turn it around and create a great legacy for a platform that appeared to be doomed. Yeah. There for a while. Also, I love that they, they, like you say, that they, they stopped just talking to the jocks and they got the art school kids. They had, like, launch commercials directed by David Lynch. Yeah, and they, they were, were like, weird. Yeah, what, you want to walk into a white room and there's a baby there and its head turns around? <laughs> like, Buy a PS3. David Lynch is like, you're sitting at the airport and a kid throws up on you. Buy a PS3. <laughs> <laughs> oh, your life's a David Lynch. What about show. you, Marty? What's yours? Uh, Jared, I 100% agree with you. The PS1... Uh, there's that like renegade attitude of a weird Japanese stuff that came out of it from right. you know uh, Bushido Blade to Parappa to Brave Fencer Mushashi and then there was just the amazing like tent poles you know Final Fantasy seven eight nine and and Metal Gear Solid like honestly yeah you know what I love that I could say a proper noun of a team that worked the, like countless hours on a thing and I get applauded yeah like yeah. that's the best I, I signed that. a PS four today I didn't work on that yeah. thing that's awesome. <laughs> Uh, but then, like, everything from Tactics to Tomba to, ooh, Tactics to Tomba. That's your PAX panel. That's my PAX. <laughs> I missed the cutoff. It's the 26th. Um, yeah, the PS1 to me is that thing. And it's just it, historical importance of uh, just drawing a line in the sand and sort of saying, this is our territory now. Yeah. Uh, to me, it was I, very cool. We should, no one said PS2. Like, the PS2 is obviously very important. Right? Yeah. Like, PS2 yeah. We skipped the best-selling system of all time. <laughs> of all time, yeah, exactly. Like, We're like, eh, like, it was overrated, whatever. <laughs> the, the PS2's place in kind of video game history in general is, like, yeah. impossibly important. And like, a DVD I mean, player. I could watch The Matrix on it. Right, exactly. Yep. And uh, just, you know, why not? I, I, I loved my PSP. I did. Boo. <laughs> Boo this man. I, I'm going to make a 10-second argument for why it was great. It was sort of the Sega Saturn of handhelds. It got a lot of... Is that argument for why it's great? Yes. Because it was, again, perhaps even more than the Vita, especially the last year and a half of its life, it was the only home for some of the weirdest, most wonderful things uh, to come out of Japan. And they still live only there. Uh, it, it, it gave me Tactics Ogre, Let Us Clean Together. That was enough. Yeah. 
my favorite thing about PSP is jailbreaking it and playing Mother 3 Translated. <laughs> <laughs> You're a pirate. Can I get fired for that? All right, I'm not a pirate if Nintendo won't let me do it later. <laughs> uh, Jared, thank you so much. Thanks for having me. No, no, very much. You are incredible. Jared, we love you. Hi, Jared. We're going to see you soon. God, I love that guy. That, I like that Jared Petty. He's a he's really a good, good guy. man. He's just better people than we are. Yeah, oh, com- I he's mean, just, he's cut from a finer cloth. He, all of us combined, not even close. Yeah. Um, speaking of cloth, ooh, that worked. Should we have a Uh-oh. seance? Should we have a seance? I think we should all hold hands and just have a seance. No, I'm not gonna do that. Can I touch so, your hand? No. I mean, there's a being weirdly precious. I bet your hand smells like the back of a cab. I bet your back of a cab smells like your face. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Uh, where I was trying to get to is that so uh, when when we took this over, this show over uh, half a year ago, yeah, six months ago, five six uh, months, eight years ago I think. Eight, <laughs> eight, sure it's hard to, believe. hard to I believe. believe. Honestly, this is the we are a couple days after the eighth anniversary of the first episode of Podcast Beyond, uh, which is insane. Uh, and we you know we had a new friend on our show whose name was the News Ghost. And he, he invaded every once in a while and did weird, uh, spooky things. And he wore a hat with a, with a thing in it. Uh, well, you could never see him because he was uh, ethereal or something. Also because he was like a broken joke that we just continued for yeah. a little too long. I think long. You, made a, you made a vowel for too long. And I was like, <laughs> that sounded like a ghost, Marty. And then suddenly somebody made a soundboard. Like, what? <laughs> Didn't make a noise. I'd be honest, it's, very, it's very quiet, but it can work on his projection. Uh, but we're uh, projection. I like that. We're, I know, right? Uh, we're very excited to bring down the news ghost, and maybe we can unmask him. Uh, everyone, give it up for the news ghost. News ghost, ladies and gentlemen. Oh my God! It's the news ghost. <laughs> this is the dumbest thing I've ever been a part of, and I love it. <laughs> Greg Miller the whole time. <laughs> why does it? Why is my? I'm very proud to be the most controversial segment of this show. <laughs> God damn it! Greg. So many tweets. We love news ghosts. We hate news ghosts. <laughs> what does it mean? Greg, for God's sake, we unmasked a Halloween costume and you didn't drop you meddling kids. <laughs> <laughs> you had one line. Come you on, you meddling kids. I knew it was you all along. You're that was so definitely the most, the most scoop I just thing we've ever done. On my hand. You oh, missed, missed it. That. I did this great thing where I did this because my hair <laughs> got all mussed up when I did the news ghost. Don't, that was weird. Like, that wasn't my hair. You were just rubbing my face. getting the water off your face. So, Greg, I felt really bad because you were back there. There we go. (laughs) Nothing's changed. Can't do this on Twitch. Nice to be here. If you needed proof that he's a news ghost, that is the whitest thing in the room. (laughs) 
I felt these guys are workshopping these like puns about about ghosts, and you're back there under a sheet. I'm like, what yeah. they brought this out? I was like, oh, don't fucking ruin this for me. <laughs> Come on, man. Marty, put this Shout on. out to this couple right here because I kept staring at the stand-up lady. I kept staring at this lady, and then every time she'd nudge her boyfriend that she saw the news ghost, I'd hide. <laughs> <laughs> Commitment to the Not bit, Marty. Yeah, Commitment incredible. to the bit. That's incredible. So She's like, am I imagining a news ghost up there? <laughs> this is an awful hat. I'm also oh, like, you look like the most German dude I've ever seen. <laughs> There's a my guy head later. is so no, big. No, no, no. He's no, okay. Wrong, okay. Wrong. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I know there you go. Complete the outfit. Yeah. Whoa. Whoa. Oh, whoa. Whoa. Party foul. That is exactly what you'd expect a guy in lederhosen to do. You throw a hat at a <laughs> Classic beer. Classic shot. Over. That <laughs> German doesn't respect Mexican beer for one ounce. <laughs> Greg, it's really nice to have you here. It's great to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. I mean, you sort of, this is sort of your baby. Yeah. I mean, yeah. By sorta, I mean you were doing this for eight fucking years. If you can give me one second, it's been a while. Get ready. Beyond! Beyond! <laughs> right there. Right there. That was good. Like, yeah, no. Uh, the other day when you guys were tweeting about the eighth anniversary, the, the fan tweeted us because I'm sure, I don't know about you, I had no idea it was no, the eighth absolutely. anniversary. And I was like, oh man, which is why it's so crazy to think about, not that I'm saying anything away from this one. When you guys get in two years to 500 and it's your 10 year anniversary, holy fuck. Wow. Also, I'm not, do, also no pressure. <laughs> Jeez. No. You're I so mean, good. I ran the show for eight years. I assume you guys will be around so that long as well. <laughs> Great. Can we talk about this? Like, you've been, like, you did this for, for almost eight years, you know? Like, that's, that's a long, that's a chunk of a life, you know? Yeah, yeah. What were, you, what were you doing? What was it like when you started Beyond? How did, that, how did that come about? I was so vehemently against the beginning of Podcast Beyond. Jeremy Dunham was like, every channel is going to have a podcast, and I'll never forget looking at him and going, we don't need that, Dunham. We have Game Scoop. Why break our audience into parts? No one will listen to this. And I said in 12 episodes, we'll be done. Shout and out those to 12 came and went. A few more dozen came and went. Right? Well, you're here now. It's you amazing. Do, but people still yell beyond at you, right? Like, that's the of thing course. that's going to happen forever. Of course. Well, yeah, I mean, like, Is that it's your... been six months, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> people still call my mom Mrs. Miller, and they've been divorced forever. <laughs> Wow, the second divorce! <laughs> Beyond. Beyond. Beyond! James Faulkner, where's the beer I ordered? God damn it. Yeah, I had a vodka soda. No, I mean, that's the big James, thing. I was talking <laughs> just about bring it. us a lot of booze. Sean Finnegan's working on a video. <laughs> there he is. Come here, James. I'm going to kiss you. <laughs> hey, by the way. Oh, man! Hashtag love wins. That's right. <laughs> Shout now out everyone to do me a solid. Everyone do me a solid. Do not tweet at Steimer about that. She gets so mad when I kiss other people. <laughs> Was she mad when we kissed at PAX earlier? Yep. Because <laughs> it, it says something about your boyfriend. When you have to have the conversation, please stop kissing other dudes. Yeah. A little bit. A little bit. I'm like, I don't mind you kissing other girls. That's she goes, I don't care. <laughs> Side note, how do we make, we made a really German guy and two beers appear just by summoning them in the last 30. Did you bring, you, the news ghost brings magical powers with him. <laughs> I, I mean, James is amazing. Backstage, James is like, do you need yes. a beer? I'm like, yeah, he comes back yeah. with a beer. Yeah. Round of applause for James. Woo. 
I mean, that's, as a whole, that's sort of the, like, IGN is home to dozens of unsung heroes, like the people who are able to make the, the dumbest things we do in front of a camera actually work. Yeah. The, mean, entire, the entire job and the entire site is incredibly weird. And you talked about this a second ago, mm -hmm. and it's what I told people at E3, right? It's like, I'd meet developers, and I'd be like, I'm so thankful for you mm -hmm. because I am just some kind of fucking leech yeah. hanging on the side yeah. of you. Yeah, you're a particle. Me. And it's yeah. like, I get all the praise. Oh, you were funny in that video where you took your shirt off and da-da-da. And it's like, I have all these Twitter followers and then this guy who makes God of War happen, yeah. <laughs> who makes yeah. God of War be a thing, is just like, cool, yeah. I made yeah. this game, don't worry about me. Like, yeah. they're the unsung heroes. Mm -hmm. James, unsung hero as well. Yeah. Developer's big unsung hero. Mm -hmm. Except for Neil Druckmann. Too much credit. <laughs> <laughs> Kidding, Neil, I love you, Neil. <laughs> Okay. But anyways, back to the story. That's right. Yeah. People yell beyond at me still. So yo, yo, eight years I ago. want that for the rest of my life. I'm curious. Yeah. I'm very... I always go back to Beyond... Uh, round of applause. Don't raise your hand. Nick isn't here to tell you otherwise. Round of applause if you're at Beyond 300. Like, I always tell the story that, you know, Beyond 200 happened so fast that I didn't realize it was a big deal until after the fact, until I met Year Donan there. And I said, where are you from? And he's like, oh, Israel. And I'm like, oh, man, well, like, what, are you, what all are you doing here? And he's like, this. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> I'm so sorry. And then at the end, when it all ended, uh, our, you know, our good friend Devin was crying over the Panda Musk video. And I was like, why are you crying? I'm so happy. And I was like, awesome. I don't know how to do it. 300, I totally, I cried the week leading up to it. And I got interviewed leading up to it. And this guy for the blog, are you here? Give yourself a round of applause if you did your IGN blog about Beyond 300. And asked me, he's like, is there a podcast Beyond without Greg Miller? And I said, I hope so. And then broke down in tears. Because like, that's what this is. I, it was never that it was mine. You know what I mean? I, I started as just getting to be the funny guy. I got right. to be loud and obnoxious. And then when Roper left, I had to take over and lead us. And then I led us for a really long time. And then I left, but I always in my head was like, I hope this goes on forever. I hope that it beyond 1,000 I'm invited to come hang right. out. I mean, we, we talk about this too, that like, I hope someone in this room is hosting this show someday, you know, and we're... 100%. We're old, and it's not us. We're gone. Like, we, we're not dead. We're just, we're... That was really... Well, one of us call is us. dead, let's be honest. I was going to say, Marty will Marty for sure be dead. Yeah. <laughs> Whether it's by dog or bottle, Marty will be dead. <laughs> or a little bit of both. That'd be awesome if it'd be on 500. It's like, for all the hosts we've lost. <laughs> it's just me. <laughs> it's just Marty. It's just different photos of you from Will other you remember me? Cha -cha -cha. This is dark, but and if the body's Portilla. fresh, we can do a weekend at Bernie's thing with you. <laughs> We're like, I mean, honestly. Hey. I'll just put that glue in a window. bottle to your hand. Yeah. <laughs> we just glue, glue some Brillo pads on here. It's good. <laughs> we are rapidly closing the window where people get weekend at Bernie's references. <laughs> Michael, do you get weekend at Bernie's references? <laughs> <laughs> That's because you Greg Atlas, Atlas gets it, of course. Yeah, yeah. How you doing, Greg? Congratulations on getting recognized a bunch here. Round of applause for Greg Atlas. <laughs> the only man to fart next to David Jaffe. Yeah. Okay, that's absolutely not true. I'm sure I've cropped us to Jaffe once or twice. <laughs> <laughs> it's E3. I mean, come on. <laughs> we, we cropped us and him on our podcast. It's true. <laughs> what? Right. What? No, we just talked about God of War in a not we, so positive. Really mad. I mean, you don't you don't fart out of hatred. You just kind of do it. You know? It just happens. It's natural. <laughs> I think Mickey Mania is an awesome game. I've been farting this entire time. <laughs> I'm powered by farts. I know that's incredible, uh, Max. I feel like 
90% of the time we're on the same page that every once in a while I take my glasses off to just remove myself from whatever you're saying. <laughs> you know we can still see you when you do that, though. If I can't see you, you can't see me. It's like dinosaurs. <laughs> Nobody watched that work? show. I don't so think that's how dinosaurs work. I was real drunk during Jurassic World, so I'm not sure how dinosaurs work. <laughs> One big fan for drunkenness or Jurassic World? <laughs> I think that was Zach Ryan. I think that was legitimately Zach Ryan who whistled. Yeah. <laughs> Goldfarb, have we talked about how weird it is that you're back? Yeah, it's good being back. Yeah? It's, uh, I took a short break. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I, I, I kept telling people, it's like, you know, I'm, I don't know if you know this about me. I hide it pretty well. Mm. I'm a big comic book fan. I always talk about, it's like they were like, they're really committed to the new 52, and they're like, oh, nobody liked that. We'll retcon it. You right. got retconned. You got retconned. <laughs> and it's just like when I got divorced, I got retconned. We're like, everybody hates the wife, but they love the dog. So give them the dog, take away the wife, love blink it, it out of existence. Yeah. If you're counting divorce references at home, that is three now. Podcast Beyond, the number one divorce podcast. I'm newly married. I should not be saying that. <laughs> Honey, I'm sorry. Wow, yeah. Teresa's literally My wife is here. The question is, are you still keeping the hypothetical abortions going? They'll be back. Because all you need is one, and you're the number one hypothetical abortion podcast. We found out. This is a deep cut for Podcast Beyond fans. Yeah. Real quick, IGN management. Sorry you didn't listen to the first 150 episodes. <laughs> <laughs> But I'm on the Scott Lowe plan. I'll be back in a year and a half. Oh, God, is that my plan now? You are that plan, Scott? too. Yeah. No, I mean, it, it's, it's exciting being back, right? Because the Beyond community is incredible. Like, there's an ambulance driver who yelled Beyond at me and Marty. And we've That's been the scariest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We've been walking. The other guy's Golden... like, keep compressions. What are you doing? We've walked through Golden Gate Park and had strangers scream it from passing cars. Like, it's like, it becomes this really exciting, especially at events like PAX or like at any show. It's like, the Sony press conference usually begins with someone in the crowd yelling beyond. Like, it's, it's, a, it's a huge community that transcends just the people on it. That's, That's the thing people still talk to me about, like, at E3 this year. Because it's always that weird thing of, like, we do so much on day-to-day. -day. I see this beautiful bastard all the time. You oh, forget that you haven't seen people from the industry since PlayStation Experience was a lot, right? And so people are coming up to me at E3 and going like, it was so weird when you had a receiving line at PlayStation X's Experience, you know, the conference part of it. Because what happened is I came in, and well, first off, Colin always makes fun of me. And first off, Colin, Nick, Tim, all very sad they can't be here. They just hate IGN. No, 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 no. They all just have other engagements and stupid girlfriends and wives and birthdays. Get out of here, Tim, with your birthday. What was that? Is it Tim's birthday? Tim's birthday's on Tuesday. Oh. Everyone come to Twitch.tv. No, it's because here's, here's the world we live in now, Marty, where it's like, oh, it's my birthday on Tuesday. Rather than spend it with my loved ones, I'll go to twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames and do an all-afternoon stream for no reason. And his girlfriend's like, well, I'll fit you in on Saturday. It's you, a, you think, I remember, oh my God, when I always tell Tal, whenever I see Tal up there, his beautiful face, I'm like, if you would have told us how much work this was, we would have never left. <laughs> <laughs> I expected naps in video games and none of that is happening. I'm getting grayer. We can tell. Thank you, Tal. I love you, Tal. Round of applause for Tal, everybody. Yeah. Woo! Also, Tal, you can really project incredibly well. Tell yell from down here. People yeah. think to yell from here. You they yell from the, your diaphragm. The great diaphragm of North Carolina. <laughs> Is that right, Tal? 
Shut damn it, Tal! Alright, the gloves are fucking off! We can say whatever we want! <laughs> when Tal says abortions, you know it's you, on. Tal! No. <laughs> Beyond fans are awesome. I yep. totally understand what you're saying. And it's yep. like well, that thing of like, I, people always talk about, you know, the reach we have and how right. lucky we are to have this. And we speak to a vi- I always run into people. I'll never forget this one story. I'm out in Chicago drinking with Poe. You know Poe. Mm-hmm. One guy knows Poe as well. Shout awesome. out to Pubs! <laughs> Poe took us out to a bar with two girls that he knew from college or whatever that were there drinking. And they're like, what do you do? And I'm like, oh, I'm this video game guy. And, I'm kind of, you know, I'm, and I did the whole thing of like, to a very small group of people, we're a very big deal. And they're like, okay, whatever. I've been, I've been running with that line for years, ever since you told me that. Too. Right. So it's, it's, it's really hard to explain to people, right? Exactly. So they said that, like, okay. So we're at the bar. We're hanging out. They come by. I give him my credit card. The guy comes back, and he hands me the credit card. And I tug it away, and he won't let go. And I look up, and he goes, you're the Greg Miller. And I go, yeah? And he turns to his bar friend. He's like, I told you. I told you. And they came over and took photos and had me call their friend and da-da-da. And at the end, let me tell you, those girls liked me quite a bit. (laughs) But that's what it's all about is the fact that it doesn't matter. I mean, don't get me wrong. You're the number one PlayStation podcast on the internet. Everyone downloads this thing. It doesn't matter how, many, how big those numbers are right. because the numbers you have are motivated enough to bust their ass to get to San Francisco to hang out with you. Yeah. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank incredible. you for that. No, I was, I was saying this. It's, it's kind of got this Fight Club thing going for it, you know? Like, there's this, it's sort of this weird secret nod and a wink to people, you know, like, I'm guessing a lot of you guys have jobs and maybe not everybody <laughs> you work with is a big fan of the show, you know? Like, you work with people who are... I don't know what they're. I don't know what normal people are into. Like what? Horses. What do you do if you don't play horses, food? cereal, cereal. Oh, and the then American. Idol. No, that's just yeah. your. And cereal, the breakfast food. Horses and ce- cereal, the podcast. It was about yeah. a boy named Adnan who may or may not have. That was like a year girlfriend. ago. This Ira Glass oh. <laughs> acting like he invented podcasts. No, but you're right. Like this is this is this is kind of the what's happened with video games a lot in the last few years, where it's gone away from being that kind of Fight Club thing and sort of become more like. We can talk about this. We can yeah. we can wear shirts. We can we can go to a bar and have a conversation about a video game. Yeah. Without people being like loser. It's weird, right? Like I remember seeing someone in a video game shirt and thinking, "Oh, that's like weird." Like yeah. in, even in college. And now it's like you can go basically anywhere and someone's walking around in like an N7 shirt or like yeah. Yeah. Totally. like you can go to any mall and like go to a Hot Topic and they're selling shirts for like indie games and it's weird. Mm-hmm. It's good. It's they're not exciting. selling them Amiibo shirts, though, are they? No, no they're not. You can't find them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we made three larges, one small, zero XL. All three are Radio Shack Japan exclusive. <laughs> Shout out to Nintendo Sorry Voice to bore you, Marty. Sorry to Woo! bore you. Listen, I'm literally texting with people who are running the show. I'm sorry that one person has to be a... Are you just asking for alcohol? No, a little bit. No, I'm the sober... I'm the sober... Designated, designated driver. driver. You're the sober designated driver. <laughs> Thank I'm God for that. <laughs> can, we, can we talk about Batman real quick? Can we talk about break, Batman? Is that breaking the run of show? Oh my God. Oh, all I want to do is it. talk about Batman. Hey, James, can I have another beer? <laughs> James, if you're getting another beer, get me another beer, too. James, yeah. just get. Uh, James, can you get a bucket get a, and pour beer into it? <laughs> no, no, can, can Max get a, get a vodka soda? Yeah, dude. Me too. So, James, you're the worst waiter. So, Greg, you <laughs> and I. Finish your first one. Eat it, your it vegetables. It tastes weird. I think it's got metal in it. <laughs> <laughs> metal? If you're trying to kill me, it's working. <laughs> so, Greg, you and I are playing Batman probably more than anybody else at the table. I mean, a bunch of other people played it at preview events. Marty and, and I like played that. it last night. Go to hell. Wow. No one tells Steimer. Don't. No one tells Steimer. 
It's weird to spit so much when you talk and see it in the lights. <laughs> I'm so disgusting. It's, it's weird. You're not, it's weird. It's I was calling her now with me for eight years. Triple H of IGN. Hey, Brian, how about that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, I'm glad, I'm glad you got kissed. <laughs> God. I've Brian, seen, I've seen you kiss a lot of people. And yeah. I don't think I've ever seen you kiss your girlfriend. <laughs> I mean, I mean, see, I've seen you kiss your dog. <laughs> if your dog, this pee is on like the couch when you kiss it, like no, your dog, I've seen your dog pee like about as many times as I've seen your dog. Yeah, he pees about nine times out of ten. So like, that's he's the like thing. a fucking Metal Gear Solid guard. Like you last night, <laughs> the exclamation point is yellow and it goes down. Colin Just, isn't here because his girlfriend's in town visiting. They're back to this long distance thing. Right. Last night she came back and she, you know, moved out two months ago to go live long distance. She came back and did the mistake of, oh hey Pertillo, and he peed all over the place. Yeah. So in true Colin Moriarty fashion, he's like, Pertillo, what the fuck? <laughs> she lived here. <laughs> And it's like, that doesn't matter to this dog. If you're not there on a daily basis, that's, that's when we know we, we hit the stride with kind of funny. When he stopped peeing over Kevin, we're like, oh, well, now you're part of right. the family. You're we in. can't stop. You're you're in. In. I never got that at IGN. I was pissing myself all the time. James, fuck you! James, we love you. That was the first time I made out on camera. <laughs> now, Christine, this if you're week. watching the VOD, we didn't make out. <laughs> We kissed for sure, and there was a spark for sure, and Grace and Frankie has risen a lot of questions in my mind Greg, about the relationship. I, I love you, but you're crazy if you think your girlfriend still watches your videos. You make a thousand of them a day. <laughs> my favorite was this weekend, when, or this week, when we were playing uh, Batman. Yeah. Uh, I, for day oh, yeah, one. that thing Batman, we were talking we about. It. Batman! We got back! I'm bringing it back around, okay. and it ties into what you're talking about. I was playing it on night one, and I wore the Adam West Batman costume, and so then, for, we didn't acknowledge it. This was the plan all along. At 11 o'clock, Christine came in, because she's going to bed, she came in dressed as Batgirl, kissed me on camera, then left, and we never acknowledged it. I kissed Batgirl! I wonder who she is! <laughs> Did you just high-five that? That's Did you keep the cameras rolling all night afterwards? <laughs> Whenever we're in a lot of trouble with Kinda Funny, there's a switch I throw called Kinda Porn. <laughs> and then it all rolls out. Kinda horny? <laughs> A lot, lot of Nick Scarpino trying to eat a banana. I'd watch that. We are way off track. Batman! Brian, Batman. what do you think Batman. of Batman? So, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm really, really trying to love it. Uh-oh. But I'm having problems with the fact that they are shoehorning that tank into literally every single part of it. Stop doing that to the microphone, Greg. <laughs> I love that you were like, oh, God, am I going to fight a man? What is about to happen? <laughs> So many of these people on Twitter, I'm like, the tank sucks. Right. And they're like, no, change the controls. Do this. And I'm like, no, no, no. It's not that the control's bad. It's boring as... Can we curse? We've been cursing a lot. We've been doing it. It's whatever. boring as shit. Like, it doesn't, it doesn't feel like Batman. I don't want to play a third-person well, tank shooter. So yeah. My problem with it is not so much the, uh, the controls, but the amount of times they go like, you know what you should do? Uh, you should use the tank. Like, Lucius calls you, and he's like, hey, uh, I left you a, a sandwich... It's in your tank. <laughs> you're like, I don't want to go in there. And he's like, well, is, otherwise you're going to starve to death. And he's like, like, I don't want to go in the tank. I love that because it's like the opposite of the Nolan movies where like yeah. Morgan Freeman's like, for the love of God, please stop driving that on roofs. <laughs> you're <laughs> destroying like, the city you're protecting. Yeah. 
Every time you take a power slide, like a guy tried to blackmail me, please stop driving that thing everywhere. They know it's you. That's and that's the thing is like yeah like I like driving around the city in it I like ejecting out of it I love the missions where I'm slamming cars off the road but as soon as they're like once again climb into the tank and shoot thirty drones you're like shut up like how far are you Uh, about. Halfway through the game. Okay, I won't spoil it for you. Yeah. Or the 450. The people tank in the audience. dies. But no. What if <laughs> the tank gets tank leukemia and they have to put it to sleep? It's very sad. They bury <laughs> it with leukemia? a piece of jewelry that Batman had the whole time. The Batman, we didn't want to tell you, but the fire shooting out of its ass is not by design. <laughs> no, my it's favorite boss from any of the Arkham games comes back. Right. And he's known for hand-to-hand combat. It's awesome. And you're building up. You're building up. You're building up. And last night I completed all the challenges to fight him. And he's like, oh, I'm going to kill you next time I see you, Batman. And Batman's like, now, go to whatever Grove Street or whatever the hell it is. Right. Not really Grove Street. Go there and we'll do this. He drives out of the island. He goes, Alfred, pull up the bridges. He's not getting out alive. Or he's not getting out. He doesn't say alive. He's not getting out. And Alfred's like, yes, sir, no problem. And then Alfred does it. He goes, but beware, sir. His tank can stay in 300. I'm like, oh, why? <laughs> Let me fight him. What are you doing? And the Riddler is like, I have a series of puzzles for you. If you like cars, yeah. that's what we're doing. <laughs> Leave me alone. Last night we did the, the races. I discovered Trackmania. Yeah. Will you solve my Trackmania puzzles? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was really weird that, like, how much work went into the Riddler creating right? these, yes, exactly. these the ramps. Well, the Batman, guys. you're smart enough to solve word problems and find trophies, so I built seven tracks underground. <laughs> right? What the hell are you doing, Riddler? Yeah, I love, like, you, you live in a major city, and it's, it takes six years for them to, like, fix a bridge, but the Riddler under everyone's noses is like, hey, I'm building a, a 60-foot-tall tower that sh- shoots a ramp into a question mark. He no one's going to notice it. He understands TaskRabbit. <laughs> <laughs> but the other thing that I'm kind of irked about, and I don't want to just, you know, stress the negative. Wow, what's going on there? You got a big, tall... I'm very excited to be on this show. <laughs> <laughs> Make a wish. You got a little pre-foam. <laughs> Why do I feel like we're going to start talking to you after Why this? not? So guys, no, great show. Great show. Good turnout. Great show. It's been good. Let's talk about the content. <laughs> There's going to be a lot of meetings about this one. No, so the other thing that, that's kind of irking me about the game is that it never leaves you alone. It is constantly talking to you. Constantly. Like, you're standing... You're never going to just, like, you have those moments in the comic books where Batman's just kind of, like, looking at the city. In his own head, yeah. And it's quiet, yeah. and it's Well, beautiful. he's always talking over it. He's like... My dad died one time, and also leaves are scary, but the bat flew in the window, and the guns are the coward's weapon, and the following. I mean, it's Frank Miller's Twitter. My my parents went to see Grown Ups 2, and they were killed shortly after. (laughs) And I have a lot of problems with that film. I was going to say, I'm only mad at Adam Sandler in this situation, not the murderer whatsoever. Clearly, Kevin James's part was meant for Chris Farley. Stop trying to pull the wool over our eyes. The murder disturbs me, but why would you make a sequel to Grown Ups? Swear to me. <laughs> that was the laziest swear to me ever. He's me. sad. His parents died, and they made a sequel to Grown Ups. No, but you can't do anything in that game without them being like, hey, uh, you're in a text from Alfred and then Lucius and then Oracle for a little while. And then there's constantly like, there's 18 CB radios in your head where they're like, we got to go find the bat and give him a big punch in the ball zone. See, that actually makes, that makes perfect sense because like, I'm like 18 CB radios in the head. That sounds like what it's probably like to be crazy. And then I'm like, oh wait, Batman is crazy. 18 CB like, radios in the head spine. sounds like a Smashing Pumpkins song. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on a Mexican radio. <laughs> 
No, like I, I love that. Like Batman is just he's like he is jacked in all the stuff, but it's like that. There is that kind of notification, like it's scratching, where it's like, oh, you. Why would you look at a landscape when you've got all these all these different things to check up on? Like you got to clear your Twitter feed. Somebody's messaging you on Slack. Do you even have that installed? You got to download Slack. <laughs> you have a new follower on Instagram. He's like, leave me alone. <laughs> I don't know what these notifications mean. Did somebody tag me in a photo, or is that a comment? What is that? I gotta stop Grown Ups 3. <laughs> Can we just get, like, a, like a Batman mobile game? Adam Sandler just, must be stopped. <laughs> it's just Batman's phone, but it's like, what is Batman's social media feed like, where he's got, like, notifications, he's got Google Alerts set up, and it's like all these, it's like a Huffington Post article. It's like, can the Batman be stopped? And he's like, or, well, I'm going to get in the comments. It'd be the opposite regulate. where he's like posting Batman pictures to Bruce Wayne's Instagram where it's just like hot model, right. a beach party, and then all of a sudden beating the shit out of the Joker. He's like, oh, no, no, delete real quick. And be like, wow, oh, the intern that. screwed up and posted the Batcave by accident. Also, yeah. I, have, I have nothing wrong with the name Barbara. I have no problem with that. If there's anyone here, you're on mighty thin ice right now. But it's, it's really funny when he's like, I've got to find Barbara. <laughs> <laughs> and he's scrubbing through footage, and he's like, Barbara's not there. Let me look at the next tape to see if I can find Barbara. So it's, yeah, that, no, seriously, that, that's messed up because Batman has become an impression of my best friend's dad when we were kids. <laughs> Don't eat the chemicals on the lawn. They're very expensive. <laughs> Barbara and I are going to the garden center. We have to buy If you pee in the pool, it'll turn colors, and we can tell. Yeah. <laughs> All right, this is just, just devolved into Batman. nonsense. Batman. Batman of the year. Batman. Um, Greg, we're going to keep you around for a while. We're, okay. You're going to be here for a little bit. Uh, but first off, uh, Brian, Max, you have something that you want to show. Yeah. Uh, and it kind Greg, of involves we, you we as well. Greg, we stole something from also, you. I pee. really don't know what this is. And you're going to pee. Thanks. Thanks for leading us into what I assume is a touching moment, and then you're running away. Keep it locked. So, keep yeah. it locked, IGN. We want to have some people come out and get a special thanks. So Yeah. Uh, very first, we've mentioned her countless times tonight. And by countless, I mean I think twice. Yeah. Uh, please, uh, Kirsten Slater, please come down. The only reason any of this is happening is because of you. I told you you should have came from upstairs. It probably would have been easier. And then, of course, there's Sean missed his cue, Sullivan, also coming along. A.K.A. Sully, A.K.A. Nate No. Nate No! Nate No! Nate No! Sully, do you just want us to just bring down a, a whole bunch of people from upstairs? Yeah. Yeah. Everyone who's upstairs, I mean, everyone who's upstairs. Yeah, let's, colla let's collapse. collapse yeah. the stage. Just let's a lot just... of people come down right now. Everyone who's responsible for this, everyone from IGN, come down. I'm looking yeah. at Brian Albert. He isn't moving. There he goes. No. Brian Albert is unmoored. Ryan McCaffrey. Brian Albert is banned. Just no Brian Albert. Destin Legary. We got Mitch Dyer. James Faulkner. Jandleton Legworth. Brian Albert. The Milky Boy. Per Snyder. Beatrix Potter. Even friend. Even friend. Sean Finnegan. himself. <laughs> Fran Mirabella, who's a chimpanzee right now. <laughs> what the hell was that? Zach Ryan. Zach Ryan. Zach Ryan. Jansport Basketball. Jack, yep. Zach Ryan, who looks like Max Goldblum if he grew a beard. Where's Brian Malkowitz? <laughs> Brendan Graber. Elena Yee. Graber's right here. Mike Garansky. Oh my I think God. Alexio Steve is literally Bunch. still working right there, probably. But Alexio, you're a hero. Alexio's here in spirit. Where's Solomia? This is just a small fraction of the people that it takes to make something like this and to create IGN every day. But obviously, we can't do this without you. So the biggest round of applause goes to everyone in the audience right now. Thank you so much. On that note, 
Hey, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. One sec, one sec. I just want to say is, Pear and I has been part of IGN for almost two decades now. Thank you. When we were talking about, I'm sorry, and I'm Tal, and this is Pear. I'm Pear. Founding fathers of IGN. Founding fathers. When we sat down and we kind of talked about what IGN was two, 20 years ago, I mean, we're really dating ourselves. But this is exactly what we wanted to see. You know, we were a bunch of like-minded people sitting on couches together, playing games and talking about those games. And it's great to see you guys as passionate as we were two decades ago about what we do. So thank you guys so much. It's humbling. You've energized us. Thank you so much, so much for being fans of IGN. Pear, do you want to say a few things? Pear is good. He's a soft-spoken man. But thank you all so very much, because you really are family. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.